This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Polestar is the electric car company that was carved out of Volvo and is owned by Geely. But to maintain its independence, it's going to go public. And like just about every other EV startup, it's going to do a SPAC. Polestar expects to raise about a billion dollars and have a market cap of about $20 billion. It's going to invest the money it raises in three new models that will debut in 2024. It certainly has ambitious goals, but we'll see if it can hit them. It sold about 10,000 cars last year, but expects to boost that to 290,000 by 2025. We think one of those new models will look a lot like the Precept concept car that won all those Eyes on Design awards from a jury of global automotive designers. Speaking of Geely, it's going to jump into battery swapping stations with both feet. Geely has a subsidiary called E-Energy that makes the stations, which it claims can swap out batteries in 60 seconds. It can handle vehicles with wheelbases from 106 to 122 inches. Geely says it will build 5,000 swapping stations. And here's where it gets interesting. Geely says it's going to install them on a global basis. Battery swapping is being developed in China with generous government subsidies. But if Geely can make it financially viable in other countries, it could be a game changer for EV adoption. And sticking with China, the tiny Wuling Hongguang Mini EV continues to remain red hot there. The automaker sold more than 41,000 in August, a new monthly record. That brings its year-to-date sales up to nearly a quarter of a million. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. Nissan is getting an all-new van called the Townstar for the European market that will replace the NV250 and ENV200. Once again, it will be offered as both gas and electric, as well as commercial and passenger versions, but it's now based on the Renault Group's CMFC platform. The EV features a 44-kilowatt-hour battery pack that's expected to return 285 kilometers or 177 miles of range based on the WLTP test cycle. The other setup is a 1.3-liter gas engine that produces about 130 horsepower. It will be able to carry up to 800 kilograms, tow up to 1,500 kilograms, and in terms of space, the Townstar has up to 3.9 square meters of cargo volume. And let's wrap up on the interior which looks pretty basic and utilitarian, and is highlighted by an 8-inch touchscreen mounted high on the dashboard. 
Nissan has not revealed exactly when the Townstar will go on sale. The chip shortage doesn't seem to be having an impact on Tesla's production in China. Reuters reports the automaker is expected to build 300,000 vehicles in the first nine months of the year. The plant makes the Model 3 and Model Y, and its momentum will likely continue for the rest of the year. Last month, an official in China said Tesla is expected to build 450,000 vehicles this year in the country. In other Tesla factory news, it just broke ground on its new mega factory in California. It's being called the mega factory because it will produce its mega pack battery system, which is meant for utility scale energy storage. It's Tesla's first facility dedicated to making the mega pack. And in our last bit of Tesla news, the company upgraded autopilot to slow down when it detects emergency lights. The feature is for Model 3s and Model Ys equipped with autopilot, and it works at night. A message is displayed on the touchscreen informing the driver of the slowdown, and a chime is emitted to remind drivers to keep their hands on the steering wheel. Once the system no longer detects the lights, it automatically resumes the previously set cruising speed. While Tesla didn't say it, this update is likely a response to NHTSA's investigation into Tesla's crashing into parked emergency vehicles while operating on autopilot. Tesla pioneered centralized computing in its cars years ago, and now the rest of the auto industry is trying to catch up. But it hasn't been easy for them. Traditional automakers have legacy systems to work through, and that's where the supplier Continental AG sees an opportunity. Centralized computing uses a powerful microprocessor and a backup to do most of the computing in a car rather than have chips in every component. General Motors, Ford, and Mercedes-Benz have new electronic architectures in their latest vehicles that use just about five major computing modules, but they still don't go all the way with centralized computing. One reason is they want to stick with proven safety modules that are validated and reliable. Continental sees an opportunity to provide both complete centralized computing or middleware for the modules but the future is with centralized computing. Nikolai Setzer, the CEO of Continental, tells Autoline that, quote, it's probably only a matter of time before traditional automakers go fully centralized. For a long time now, Ford has been a leading producer of police vehicles, so in order to stay at the head of the class, it's exploring all-electric, purpose-built law enforcement vehicles. It recently submitted a test vehicle based on the Mustang Mach-E to be evaluated by the Michigan State Police in the areas of acceleration, top speed, braking, and high-speed pursuit, as well as emergency response handling. 
and it just became the first EV to pass that test. But it's not just doing this in the U.S. Ford has another right-hand drive Mach-E and Transit version in the U.K.'s police fleet that has been tested, or there's plans to test, by a number of its forces. The Toyota Tundra's bold new face is headed to the racetrack. Here's the 2022 NASCAR Tundra Pro that's going to compete in NASCAR's Camping World Truck Series. Its first race will be at Daytona on February 18th. Wait, what? Autonomous race cars at Indy? That's right. The Indy Autonomous Challenge takes place at the Brickyard at the end of October. And that's going to be one of our topics on Autoline After Hours this Thursday. Also, Michael Sprague, who runs Lincoln in North America, will be on the show. So join John and Gary for an insider's view of what's going on in the automotive industry. But that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by Magna.